0: Well, but that's, where
1: 80, that's where I spent 80% of the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you missed the part about the 80% being where it's working for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I look great in the reflection. Like I figured <laughs> out how to tuck my stomach and everything. It's fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Past
3: shadows. But yeah, I, I do I do like that. But yeah, the, the ideal though is that of all those platforms, like you still want to bring them to your mailing list. You still want to get it to so that even if they all shut down you have their their contact information a way to reach out to them but uh, yeah the, it's still it's uh, there's a great book called uh, fanatical prospecting and it's all about the fact that any t- anytime you go to reach out to get business right whether it's b2c b2b for us obviously it's b2c we're selling to consumers anything that you do now you, you they, you're not likely to see a result for 60 to 90 days Right. So you need to be constantly reaching out. So by the time that 60 to 90 days have passed, you're also constantly getting turnover and you're getting people that are interested in consuming your content. Right. So like you need to be on those platforms all the time and specifically the ones working best for you. Like Instagram for the art world, like that's probably one of the best ones. Pinterest is another one that I bet most people are sleeping on for when it comes to artistry. Like that's a huge one you know uh when it comes to uh like linkedin for example like that's a big one just for organic traffic like one thing greg and i are looking at getting uh getting into is creating like using what we've built like our connection with artists to reach out and sell that to other people to fund the other stuff we want to do so even utilizing those platforms in a different way to you know move services as
0: opposed to just our artistry so 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 i'll say say that no, go ahead. I think oh, it's that was just your. That, that was you talking. To <laughs> oh, that my... I'll say that um, platforms are all well and good, but if you're not actually saying anything, it doesn't fucking matter what platform you're using. Your voice is something that you need to work on. You need get to him, work Gary on v. get him Gary B. Get him Gary You need to I'm actually Chucky have B. something. Chucky get P. him Chuckie P. Chuckie P. <laughs> <Chucky> P. <laughs> I want to hear no it. I'm, I'm hype right
4: manning now. you. Go, Chuck. Go.
0: I I don't know if you've watched me. I don't need a fucking hype man. <laughs> he is just so, the so he I
3: need. you see this how it's backwards. I don't need a hype man. <laughs> nah no, man, you're you're on
4: it though. Um, yeah. continue, continue.
0: <laughs> Find your voice. Um get yourself out there. I mean, if you guys watched the Bilal 2 campaign, I was on every fucking show. I was out there all the oh, time. I found I pretty, pretty close. Yeah. I was even on your show once. Um, Twice. It was probably (laughs) twice, but I got out there on every, every show I possibly could. And again, my voice, what I'm trying to say, um, the way I say it, my sense of humor, you know, like there, there's a a certain brand and a certain expectations that people have when they think of a Chuck Pino project, what he's going to do. And that's kind of something that I've tried to bring to what I do. When you pick up something that I'm going to work on, you have a certain expectation. And I've created that by showing the kind of guy I am, showing the kind of voice I have, I have and the kind of person I am, and putting that on paper. And so by doing that and, and kind of streamlining all of that and then getting out there and in a lot of ways pounding the podcast, so to speak – and, and and speaking mm. up and and advocating for others is another thing that people don't talk about an awful lot. But supporting other projects and really kind of becoming a member of the community, all those things are huge. And so, yeah, uh, certainly the platforms are great and all that kind of stuff is terrific. But if you have nothing to say, it won't fucking matter what platform you're doing. I
5: would Preach. definitely say they go hand in hand,
4: yeah. See, see, here's the thing, Chuck. As an artist, I talk with my pictures, so it's yeah. hard, you know. <laughs> I, d- I, I I disagree.
0: I disagree because works. when people see your art, they'll be able to say, "Oh shit, that's Matts," yeah, and that's especially like the certain way that you work. I feel that actually. Artists have it a lot easier than, than a writer, yeah. you know? And so that's why like artists don't tend to do as many podcasts. They don't have to go out and, and pound the way the rest of us do. And that's because your art tends to speak for itself. And, um, and a lot of times, um, again, not, not trying to attack artists because they're the lifeblood of the industry. We love them and whatnot. But a lot of writers and creators and whatnot, they're the ones showing that stuff off. Very rarely do you have an artist who's like, "Hey man, check out this guy's writing. It's awesome." Like, <laughs> see, I can't even make it through the fucking sentence because that that's too doesn't good. doesn't happen. Too good. <laughs> he's not like, "Oh, this line is awesome." No, it's not. He's like, "Look at the fucking work I did." By the way, there's a there's a word balloon there. Ignore it. It's covering something cool I did. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's covering something. Cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> too many words
6: over my pictures, man. <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I think especially for writers you need to find your voice you need to get it out there and but for artists your voice is in your pencil so you know the style and what you do and what you're showing all that stuff is a part of
4: that pencil got it okay sorry you fuzzled out for a second I heard your voice was in your bent
1: okay (laughs) (laughs) so you know when you talk about comics specifically comic creation because audience All these audience building techniques are for anything. But talk about comics specifically. What it tends to be is a writer tends to pay the bill. So an artist can do it. Um, you know, but that art but that writer, though the artist does more work, the artist, the writer is supposed to be that marketing guy. So you gotta figure out how to do that marketing guy. And if you don't do that well, as I've seen, you know, you don't have a good experience, you don't have a good thing. Um People don't understand money and how much it costs to make companies. Like, they money. don't. Oh, They're my gone.
6: brother does not. He After he uh, read oh, Ink.
3: Like this
6: yeah, after he read Ink, he's like, where's the second one? I was like, you have $3,000? He's like, what? And I was like, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, and it's, it's figuring that out and explaining that to the fans, especially when you're talking to a crowdfunding audience. You know, in respect, you know, and understand. Actually, let me revise. Let me revise. Forget everything I said. That was all bad okay. talk Bullshit. That was me. That was definitely uh, me. I don't remember <laughs> anything. That's um, know know the audience that you're going for. Like uh, you know, like Josh said, know your normal. Like if your normal area or family, that's a different type of pitch than the local comic store, or, yeah. or or crowd or crowdfunding. So each of them have their own. And the problem is, you know, people come to me all the time. How do you get into stores? Well, I change my pitch. The difference is you don't change your pitch, right? You're you're continuing to post it like it's a Kickstarter. You want them to pay ten dollars for a comic. That's not going to block, you know. So what's more worth it to you to sell to more people and build a larger audience, or getting as maximum amount as you can for a comic? Because you can't have both. So you have to choose. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I try to, you know, I bend over backwards to make sure I have a good retail relationship.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 What I do is, is very, uh, a tactic out of Chuck's playbook is when I sell it to a retailer, I'm not just selling to a retailer. I'm selling it for the retailer. Like, hey, you want it? Cool. When is your program? When are you going to try to sell it? How are you going to try to sell it? Do you need it signed? What do you need to make this special so it'll sell in your store? Because I don't want to just be another comic at the end of the Marvel and DC run that nobody wants to sell. I want to be top focus and important to your store in the community. And you've seen that. You've seen that with the variant covers that I've gotten. The reason why I, on my last campaign for Nations, we had five variant covers. It's not because I'm better than anybody else. It's because I maintained those relationships. I built that relationship. So when it came there, Travis give books sell at my store. How can I build this better? Oh, I'll make it even specialer by giving it a cover. You know, and then I have to sell that, which is, by the way, just as hard as Kickstarter selling to uh, Jen King who does Space Cadets, selling her 150 comics that she got just as hard as running any Kickstarter. But it's worth it because I'm building those relationships and eventually someone of value is going to see, hey, this big store is all in on this indie guy, why? And and hopefully they'll be profits and then I'll succeed. Chuck says it anyways. I mean, he, he, that's what he tells
0: me. It's true. Yeah, it's true.
1: And especially
0: with uh, w- with, with the stores, you're, you're, you're speaking a different language. Because, of course, you're going to want to talk to them about your book, give them your elevator pitch. Hell, you're going to want to give them a digital copy so they can read it and check it out, or maybe a loaner, you know, like send them a physical yep. copy for them to actually hold and check out if you can just give them one. But um, you're also going to want to talk to them about, you know, here's how here's my the msrp this is what you can sell the book for this is how much i'm going to spend it for you that means that when you get this package your you know your chunk of the meat is this much you know all that kind of stuff it's it's a totally different way of selling but you're now speaking business person to business person and so you have to change your tone you have to change uh your sales pitch everything it's it's less about building fans and it's more about i have fans and you can take this to them, but this is what you're going to get out of it when you bring it to them. So it's another way of doing the same thing.
4: You're also gonna find those stores that you really connect with. Cause there's been a couple that the relationship's different than the other stores that we give our books to in the sense of the level of support that they're gonna show you is quite a bit different than the other retail support. So that's just a matter of uh, personalities. And, you know, I mean, all of us have different personalities, but we're all weird because we're all comic book creators. But, uh, you know, you're going to hit those connections, and some of them you can just tell there's a little bit something different um, in that connection than some of the other ones. Well,
5: yeah, you guys made me think of a really good point, is, like,
4: <laughs> the the long-lost Comic-Cons
5: that hopefully we'll go to once uh, once again. And, and kind of, like... Just dumbing it way down to when you're sitting at a, at a con, you're sitting at your table, you don't treat every person that walks by the same. You don't pitch to them the same way. You get a little kid that walks up to your table, you're going to talk to him differently than you're going to talk to, you know, maybe a, a really famous comic artist comes walking by and talks to you. you. You pitch to them differently. You talk to them differently. So having that kind of attitude, applying to what you guys are talking about, like, you know, talking to stores, talking to, you know, other creators, it's, you're going to resonate with them differently. And knowing how to be adaptable to all those different people, that's huge.
0: Well, and and that also goes with know your audience. Like when you're talking about being at a convention, you know, I'm not going to try to sell um, (laughs) Belial 2 to some little girl who's walking by in a fucking My Little Pony shirt. It's just not going <laughs> to work. So certainly being You're able right. to detail and see, hey, That's does this person – <laughs> She's, this a, person she's a hardcore metalhead. Yeah. Right? Well, but – and see, I remember that happening. Like I have um, <laughs> Welcome to the Void has a lot of heavy metal references and stuff. And so a dude walks by in a metal shirt, and I'm like, hey, man, I think you really enjoy this a lot. And I'm able to pitch to them that side of it. And so, you know, again, um, especially at a convention, you're able to tell right away the kinds of things they like because of the clothes they're wearing or the the, the, uh, characters they're cosplaying or the stuff that they're carrying around. You know, you get to look at the fan art they bought and all the different things they bought. What are the things they can like? How can I connect to that? And so all of those are clues that you can put together to realize if that person is going to be the kind of person who's going to want your stuff.
4: I spy Comic Con edition.
0: Absolutely, the worst man. Well, yeah, you're not going to
5: go take a like a you're not going to walk into a Christian bookstore with like a heavy metal, you know, belial, really like yeah, belial, exactly. And I mean, hey, <laughs> maybe they love it. You never know. But it's knowing your audience and and Definitely. talking to retailers. That's knowing your audience, knowing the type of place you're walking into, and and not just hey guys, sell my stuff. It's Maybe you get to know the place a little bit better and get an idea of what they sell, if it's local or if it's a little bit bigger. Um, and and it's just a, all apart knowing your audience.
1: <laughs> just tell them you're trying to reach the lost, Chuck, and that by the end of the fourth issue, they'll be converted. Just, just gonna get all four and then you'll know. Your soul will be ready and you'll be ready to convert. It's true. So like, well, it's, it's true. okay, though, because very, Chuck's yeah.
4: book is based on biblical principles.
1: It is. Uh,
5: exactly. Yeah. That's why I was like, maybe they would like it. You should, they you should, should go, go to a, a church and just get it. your book.
0: There's you even Aramaic back. in it.
1: <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> just say if they don't like it, just say if you translate in original Greek, it would be fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you
6: play it backwards. There's a hidden message. <laughs> Play written word
5: backwards.
0: <laughs> I'll just I'll just tell them Belial, Belial. backwards has got his love, so you're fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, oh, Chuck. Uh, Chuck, let's address Trish. We love you and Mike. You guys have been a great benefit to yeah. both of us. We love show up on our streams. We talk about it when Chuck and I are on the phone. Like uh, you guys are great. Like mm-hmm. so happy that you guys are in our fan base. They never call. Yeah, us, absolutely.
2: Matt. They don't call me either. I
1: only call Chuck and my wife. Like, literally, if you look at my phone, um, I should probably call my daughter. She's 18. She probably misses me. (laughs) He calls me so much. He
0: calls me so much that his child has started butt-dialing me.
1: Yes,
0: that's, that's, his that's, child. And there was one day where we were all on a stream together, and he was like, "Oh, this is Remy," and everyone's like, "Oh, hey!" And I'm like, "Hey, Remy," and he's like, "Yeah!" He knew who I was <laughs> as soon as he heard my voice because we've chatted on the phone so many times. Hey, hey
4: Chuck, have you ever ignored his calls?
0: His no, because I'm always hoping it's his kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like Remy, what's going
1: on? It's Travis.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, man. No, Chuck, he's answered
1: on the pooper before. He's like I'm pooping, but we can talk. That's dedication. <laughs> <why. laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, uh, wow.
3: No one knows
4: that's where you. to go after. that. I, <laughs> I know, like, right? Okay.
1: All right, end the stream. <laughs> like that Not everybody. Not as five to one. I just want to make sure it's five me and one Matt, right? I just want to make sure. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> I promise if I fight Matt Aaron, I won't hurt his hands. Uh you know, it's so, you know so you can keep drawing. Yeah, I can, can I get fired fired
4: too, both first, hands please. behind my back, Travis?
0: Ooh.
1: Oh. Oh well, and
2: <laughs> somehow that's be kind weird. of
1: something
0: we didn't really talk about. Is that um certainly... people
2: with their hands behind their backs? Yeah, like how do mm-hmm. you really get a five to one ratio?
6: That's the betting.
3: <laughs> what are
6: you betting on? Five to one. How- I'm just zoned out right now.
2: <laughs> got my fight. Travis and Matt fighting over six. Dude,
6: I know he's Matt good. enough
4: to know that he fights dirty, so pocket <laughs> sand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
2: wow. Uh, okay, Chuck. So, yeah, your what audience. really didn't yeah, so think pocket it? <laughs> look at that. Chuck's got like the face Chuck of disappointment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I'm good. He's no, he's, he's, he's got yeah. the parent face of waiting for us to shut up so he can yeah. talk.
1: No, no, I'm I'm good, man. I'm Well we're fighting over the six to give so he can give them to Wendy, so it's fine. Like <laughs> Wendy's the other one.
3: <laughs> yeah, Frosty does sound pretty good.
2: Frosty.
5: Mm. All right. What didn't we talk about? Chuck, did you mention that?
0: Duncan I I don't remember. Yeah, Chuck, it, don't, right? don't
4: you have something going on or something? Yeah,
0: yeah, Essence House. I, probably, do. I'm doing Essence House right now, which is yeah. uh our audio drama that we're currently turning into
2: a novel. That's
0: exciting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, me too. Which again,
0: she is, she is our, (laughs) she is our editor and she's uh, so far so good. She's been really super helpful being on streams and whatnot and helping us with our Kickstarter. And then um, we literally, uh, I think it was two days ago, Eric and I finished the final two chapters of the book, really kind of hammered them down. And so now we're getting it all ready for uh, Kat to come through with her red pen and make it even better. So uh, yeah, it's that's
2: I bought a brand new well. pack just for it.
0: Well you're I gonna need to them. Talk,
1: <laughs> can you talk about since we're doing audience building, we've got three minutes left, can we talk about the model of giving stuff for free? Uh, before you launch, and what that looks like, I think that's a that's a good audience building tactic that sure. can be used in comics and in audio.
0: Certainly, certainly. I mean, yeah. Obviously, like one of the nice things that that we've been able to do with uh, Essence House is even at this time, it's like, hey, man, if you want to, if you want to check out Essence House, the first eighteen chapters out of twenty are on are on mm-hmm. all the podcast networks right now. Like, there's no reason why you can't drive this puppy. Most of the way, empty the tank pretty much and then say it's either for me or it's not. So it's already out there with um, with Belial as we were revving up for Belial 2. I had a couple people get in contact and then they're like, hey, man, I've, I've heard about Belial. I'd really like to pick up issue one. And I was like, you know what, man? Why don't I just send you a digital of, of issue one? And if you really like it, you can pick up both. And I know that some people might be like, well, you sold yourself out of a sale. Yeah, but I sold myself into an upsell. Mm-hmm. I gave them something free and I told them you mean so much to me that I'll gladly give you this thing for free which you can enjoy and if you like it, there's even more there. And for the most part, it worked really well. Like it was it it, it was very good to us. So um, yeah, man, giving free stuff now I, you gotta certainly limit it, especially if you only have one comic. You don't want to be handing out your book to everybody because they're like, "I read it. Why would I want to buy it now? Like, what's the point?" So,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike, that was I'd say that was pretty funny. Mike listened to ch- chapter eighteen the other night with us and hadn't listened oh. to the first seventeen yet. So, hey, but hey, but- eighteen hooked him enough that he wants to go back. Well, and that's the thing, right? So Is that started? even
0: even being able to do that, and that's something that we've been doing. So, with our after shows, we will play that current episode. So, like um, episode eighteen just dropped a week ago. So, um, just last Wednesday, we ended up playing eighteen live for people, and then we talk about it, answer questions. Um, if anybody new was there, you know, you could explain to them kind of a little bit of what had gone on, and hopefully, that kind of that gets them. So. You know, certainly giving free stuff away helps an awful lot.
3: Yeah, I the, I, you only have one comic book. Like if, if you're as long as you plan on making more, your second one could get much more easily funded and begin a series of funding for or for future ones by giving away your first one for free.
0: It, it could, but um, you could also, you know, there's there's also kind of like if you're giving it away for free, is it worth anything? You know yeah, what I mean? Like there, there yeah, is kind was. of that. You know, he sometimes the that that gets to people. Like
1: so. I'm, I'm going to say what Chuck's meaning to say. We have seen comics that looked really good, and they've shared it with us beforehand, and made us not want to back. Yeah. <laughs> Flat
3: out. Like,
4: Amen.
1: Well, um, that's, the one
4: thing I was going to say.
1: Is to talk to them and maybe fix it. You know. So there is a value there. But
4: yeah, the one mm-hmm. thing I was going to say though is the fact that like if there's something I really like, even if they gave it to me. I'm gonna go buy it. Like I don't know how many times I bought a CD, and then I bought that as a record, and then I bought that as like an MP3, or you know, like I bought the digital version. You know, it's the same thing. Like if I really like the series, I'm gonna go back and buy it. You know, and maybe multiple times.
0: It's true, but that's not necessarily a normal thing. And when people do do that, that's a hardcore Mm -hmm. response to one thing. Like you're not gonna do that with everything.
4: You know, if it's
0: good. Well, then, mm, then,
4: right. That's what you're that
0: asking. That basically means what you're telling everyone is okay. So, if you're going to do something, just do it good. <laughs> it's like, oh, do it, okay, yeah, do it good. Good advice. It decent, thank you. Like, do it advice. doesn't suck. Yeah. I wish more people would actually take that advice.
2: <laughs> it's good advice.
4: Do, do it good. Because uh, some people just go, oh, I'm just going to do it. Eh, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm still yeah, going to put cool. it out.
2: But that was, I was on a panel once. Um, or what not to do in indie comics <laughs> and my first thing was don't put a product out until it's absolutely ready yeah right. because how many of us have seen pe- people who have say rushed to finish a book to get it on a table for a show because i've got a table i have to have a product and then the book is the absolute garbage It ends up in a box somewhere or thrown in the trash or whatever and you never go back to see what else they've done since then Yeah, I have to say, like I've
0: seen things like I saw Kickstarter not too long ago, where they had finished pages. um, Well, sorry, not finished. It was colored pages, and then the script. Oh, and it was like two or three pages, and then the script there. And I was like, "Okay, but why? Why couldn't you guys have lettered this?" Like. Come on, we know how long no, you it takes it. to letter something.
2: <laughs> but, it, but you know what I mean? If, even if even if say, you know, they're up, up against side, by
0: side on the screen, said,
2: you know, they say, "Hey, it's you know, oh, I'm going to launch on this date." Again, your product's not ready. Yeah,
0: P- it, it push, doesn't it doesn't instill any push, amount of
2: push your oh, date back a week or whatever it's going to yeah. take. I guess yeah, I I, mean. I
0: don't know.
4: The the problem I've been having with that that ideology lately is that the entire point of Kickstarter itself is to fund the creation of a project. So I I think there's a there's a fine line because I think as a creator, yeah, you wanna have, uh, it also comes down to who you are as a creator. I'll say that. Uh, Cause for us, like there may be stuff that we launch that's not completely finished by the time we launch, but we know ourselves enough to know it's gonna get done one way or another. Um, I'm not, so for I'm us, not, it's out of the question. Well,
2: and I'm not yeah, saying I'm not that necessarily saying that- you have to have your entire book finished but if you say you've got three pages you're showing off,
0: that yeah. have those three pages Just have complete. those three done. Yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah. have to show that you have skin in the game, that you've done the work. So if you're able to show me three colored pages, but you're not able to letter them. Spend the thirty fucking bucks and the three hours of work and letter the motherfucking pages. It doesn't take that long or that much money. I'll give you the thirty bucks for fuck's sake.
2: You know what I mean? Like it,
1: and it really it. doesn't. It doesn't take that. Much. I'm very I was passionate say. about this.
2: As I say, for- do you feel the same way about proofreading? Because if you just want to keep handing me <laughs> 30 bucks, yeah, I'll right. keep pumping on, out me, the issues. Let me put that
4: on my phone. Chuck's good for 30 bucks. <laughs> I am good for 30 bucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 31, you can go fuck yourself. But 30, you'll well, I do. Mean,
2: 30 is exactly what I charge. 30
0: exactly what you'll 30, get out of me.
2: Oh, so 30 is exactly what I charge to proofread a single issue. So mm-hmm. if Chuck's good for 30 bucks, guys, you know.
0: You, you guys go. all get proof.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Any last minute thoughts or
0: takeaways or anything? Build your audience. Yay. <laughs> Actually
6: true put fans, out a product. Thousand True Fans. Yeah. We didn't really mention that, but M- mailing list.
3: Yeah. Mailing, oh, yeah. List. mailing yeah. list. Yeah, but see, <laughs> you know
1: that thousand true fans, just so you know, mm. have to be willing to spend a thousand a year. That's a the part that people don't talk about. Years. A hundred a year. That should make A hundred a year. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's a hundred a year. So that's that's the big step because, you know, when you're doing Kickstarter, you know, you'd be surprised, you know, sometimes launching too fast, people get stressed out. It stresses people out. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, you've got to be careful in what it looks like, you know? Uh, Chuck just lives off Kickstarter, so therefore, if he leaves, don't worry about it. That's, that's Chuck's strategy. My, like, my big kickback on on
0: Cthulhu is huge, guys. <laughs>
2: Travis, will talk later. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
4: it, one of the things that we've been doing in uh, an Android, we had <clears throat> we had uh, Ryan. For, for shimmy comics on after his Kickstarter to to do like a recap since he was a Pearson comics convert. And then uh, tomorrow for the Sierra Nova we have um, Matt Cargill who's doing the comics so I know the all comic. you guys know him now but uh, you know he's another one that just did his first campaign is utterly crushing and uh, so we like having that little stuff now where we can have someone brand new to the scene. So it gives all of us an update on what it what it's looking like for brand new people. Um, So Mm -hmm. that'll be tomorrow at one on Sierra Nova's.
6: Cool, yeah. Jammy jam here. Be in the background eating or. (laughs) 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 Okay. Sleeping. Greg, Greg, when'd you get here? I don't know. I didn't even know you were (laughs) here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Greg, do you have a thousand true fans?
6: No, I have, like, four. <laughs> I, I know, like, four of them. They're not family.
5: Oh, man. See, if, if you can get them outside of family, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I said to my
6: mom, I was like, oh, I got a horror comic. And she said, I don't like horror. I was like, All yeah, right. Dude, <laughs> my <parents. laughs> mom's
4: not a true fan. My parents, my, my dad opened up Welcome to Everville, and he got to the page three or whatever while the body parts are on and he was like oh (laughs) and then he just gave it to my mom and my mom was like I've had dreams worse than this (laughs) she
6: she read the first uh, Seer Chronicles and she's like is there supposed to be this much swearing and I was like that was Dylan but yeah
1: (laughs) it's good to have a partner
0: right?
1: (laughs) always blaming on Dylan
0: yeah, just I just wait till my
1: co- parents were dead before I started comic book. It's way
0: smarter.
1: Smart.
4: That's a great point. <laughs> Disown. That's a great note to, to end disappoint this yourself.
1: yourself. <laughs> I just try not- build your audience. Wait till your parents are dead. And exactly. Get that, <laughs> get that oh, are you
2: thinking, comics? You know? thinking of up. comics. Thinking of comics.
4: Let your Let parents die first.
2: I just, I just skipped ahead and disowned mine. Smart. Just like Yo, this is
4: getting really depressing. <laughs> really My well, parents
3: are awesome. Well, it's <laughs> but I, but
4: I
2: would say, I do have it. Do don't have don't do, do it, Chuck.
4: Don't do it. The The Kickstarter is not over yet. It's okay.
2: <laughs> we still
1: have two days left. Yeah, so, you can travel back in time. To, to tell you guys, which I think is important, is don't ever worry about talking to your audience too much. Because people worry about hey, I messaged them too much, I did too many updates, I did this. Some of those people will leave, but they weren't true fans anyways. They weren't people who are gonna stick away because uh, anyone who gets what you're doing knows you have to sell to make a living, or you have to sell to make that next thing for them to enjoy. So if you lose one or two to gain more people who are really loyal and wanna come on that journey, you know, do that, because that's really important. And that's what's gonna help you get over that hill. It's not gonna be those people who are just like, Man, I only like you if you don't. If you only send two emails a month, if you only tell me uh, things you like. Greg hates us and kicks off. Oh, what the fuck, Greg? <laughs> no, to never do mind. anything? I, I'm not, my, my is but, yeah, I'm done with Greg.
6: Josh you, is what? gonna draw I, soon. So do you know what? Oh, we'll go do our own show.
3: We'll go do our own show. I'm (laughs) not saying about like not sending out too much stuff. The other thing that people don't realize is Facebook, Instagram, all of of the social media platforms, they will only show uh, the amount of content that someone is willing to engage with. So if you post a thousand times a day and someone wants all 1,000, it will keep showing it to that fan. If they keep liking it and commenting on it. And if they do it maybe 50% of the time, it'll only show them half of your stuff and like that that's what people don't realize too is that God, social a media
6: day matt write that down yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> you need a thousand pieces of content hashtag garyvee yeah
3: a thousand a day <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hashtag, like when,
2: hashtag when do i actually write <laughs> you don't, yeah. you, don't. No you don't. You don't. Yeah, you just. just, you're just your post- Listen, I just out <laughs> the window. We're just creating social media content. This is what I'm. This is what I'm selling right now, guys. A thousand Facebook posts a day.
1: <laughs> I, I literally have a current client who I'm giving five pages at a time for, and it seems ridiculous. Like I don't even know how that works. Like I'm not giving the full script. I'm just like I don't have time to write you a full script. You get five pages at a time. Draw them, and I'll give you another five pages.
5: All I heard <laughs> I'm from doing this panel. That, I'm doing that
1: right now
4: too with somebody. It's five pages at a time. <laughs> High five, Travis.
0: I'm
6: just waiting for my artist to get done with whatever he's got going on with his three other projects. So.
4: Oh, okay. Well, we'll just fill the time then, I guess.
1: <laughs> Leave Jerome alone. He's lettering um, all my Jer- stuff. Jerome's
6: down. doing Cthulhu, so He's like, I'm really busy. I'm like, yeah, you can just wait till next So year. Travis is awesome. like, I'll take the hit. <laughs> right
1: Greg, right, right. Greg, If you think he's done a Cthulhu, you are out of your galaxy.
2: <laughs> as your as your proofreader, that makes me raise an eyebrow. Like, how many how many more do we need to do? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
6: how many, how many you're, stories you're are done. in there?
2: How you're
6: many done, stories now? are in company?
1: I'm done. Woohoo. Uh, there is twenty individual stories. There's uh, also prose poems. There is also uh, uh, prose writing. So there's a few things. Kat hasn't seen all of that. Some of the stuff you're, you're, you have already done the ma- all your work. You and Wendy are all okay. done. A okay. okay. Finish it off, and then we have a final proofer who uh, we're we're having a look at it real quick. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're done. Uh, so yeah, the twenty stories. 56 craters
2: is
6: what it ended
0: up being. Insane. Mm. List. <laughs> Not one of them. Most, <laughs> mostly all pen names of Chuck,
1: just for the record. It's all. I know. I know uh, if you like the story, Chuck did it probably.
0: Yeah. I've been going under Stony Williams for weeks now.
6: <laughs> yeah. So thanks for coming on. <laughs>
1: Well, well I don't what Josh can draw, so Josh is going to draw.
6: Yeah, Josh is going to draw, and you guys can stay if he wants you to stay. You can stay. I no, I'm good. No, I will. Like,
1: I will no. side-track I was, so was going to be like, I'm going to private talk with Matt and Aaron right. when you get off. But apparently, all right, gonna
4: guys, we're going to do another another private it. stream. We'll send link. Oh, oh, right. No, no, it's, yeah, it's gonna kick us all out. We can't talk anymore. It's gonna be. I'm gonna go, miss go, you guys, go, go, man. Go,
3: there's go, there's tomorrow. It's Travis's OnlyFans. That's where the private stream will be. Oh,
4: <laughs> the, the private stream
6: is fan, not OnlyFans, because he got one. So,
1: Josh, what are you
5: drawing? <laughs> I'm drawing uh, some
6: mechas,
1: some mechas, robots,
5: gun Oh, okay. In disguise.
1: What? I mean, I could do some
5: Transformers. I'd
4: be, I'd be all over that. Uh-huh. Squares, man. Yep. So,
5: <laughs> a whole bunch of, squares and rectangles, that's all you got to draw. and Boom. G1 Transformers. Sorry,
4: I'm not allowed um, to say that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: what a you writer thing must to know say. a lot of Transformers <laughs> artists.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Greg, kick us out. Say goodbye. Have a... Bye, everybody.
2: Bye. everybody Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Well, yes. <laughs> no. okay, like, no, right,
4: now that he's gone, you know what? <laughs> you can, Let's stay. talk about Essence honestly, house. That,
2: no. Honestly, that artist—he's <laughs> gone for another hour. We got time, though. Yeah, you. Yeah, you want the down low on Essence house?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whole screen chat
2: <laughs> Chucko, Chuck kicked he, himself out.
6: You don't want to be here anymore. <laughs>
2: Huh. I don't want to be
6: on the stream. I'm anymore. just
4: trying to catch up with people, and I don't even know Josh, so I don't even. I, he's got a nice beard, though, and I'm okay with that.
2: I know Josh. Yeah,
1: I Josh. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that you know we do in streams that you're not aware of because you're out on beards awesome. and bro. You got to join the beard a couple of times, and you'll understand. He <laughs> you also stole our logo. I'm gonna grab uh-huh. it. Whoa, what are you doing to me?
5: What are you doing?
4: Why is your yeah. hand inside why, of Matt? Why are you inside of Matt? Right. I don't like the You're
1: saying Josh made the Seer logo, Nova logo because that <laughs> is not squares. So that That's is- not squares. <laughs>
3: Obviously. It's
6: not Mecca. It's not
1: Mecca. That's it. That's the end. <laughs> oh, <just> the end. <laughs> he made the comics part or the Seer part? <laughs> <laughs> And did you misspell? Is it supposed to be Sears? Sears,
6: <laughs> they went out of business. So.
1: <laughs> Bring that back, though. That's how you build an audience. Take, <laughs> Just take
6: Sears. Be like, wait, wasn't that like a store? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, <laughs> you need to get that catalog. That Sears yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna call ourselves Caldor or Caldor.
1: We're
4: Walmart. Tra- Travis, Have you ever heard of us? Travis, you're going to like this. Earlier, I was listening to their stream, and Greg didn't know the literary definition of seer. Oh, I didn't?
6: <laughs> which, which is
4: part of his company name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: With that note, I should leave because that's embarrassing, Greg. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, multiple definitions. Oh, <laughs> the the
3: streamyard duck was laughing at him. The what? You see, you see him up there in the corner, that yard duck? He was laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys
4: tomorrow. You. All right. Bye, Travis. Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>